welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you have a fantastic uh, Thursday, wherever you are across this great country or this great land. Right off the top, congratulations to the state of Virginia. If you are watching this in the state of Virginia, then you can now sign up for sports gambling. It just went live in the last hour. You bet $1 in the state of Virginia right now. $1. If LeBron or Giannis score tonight, you get back $100. That basically is free money all over the state of Virginia. A $1 bet. FanDuel is giving you a heck of a stimulus. A $1 bet wins $100. FanDuel.com slash Clay. That's FanDuel.com slash Clay. I'm sure tomorrow in Michigan there will be fantastic offers there as well because sports gambling goes live in Michigan tomorrow at noon Eastern. You can sign up and be ready for those fabulous offers. FanDuel.com slash Clay. And if you have a lot of money sitting on the sideline you can get a free $1,000 wager that you cannot lose by simply going to FanDuel.com slash Clay and signing up in Virginia where it is now legal in Michigan where it will be legal tomorrow or if you haven't already signed up in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Tennessee, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, uh, West Virginia, and Colorado. There are now, come tomorrow at noon Eastern, there are going to be 10 different states where you are legally able to gamble on sports. Again, go sign up right now. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Big hire. For the University of Tennessee I told you I told you to stay calm I said there is a lot of interest in this job I think Tennessee is going to get a really good coach Danny White has now been hired he was until this afternoon the athletic director at the University of Central Florida he is a young guy he has been very successful in his head coaching hires at football He has hired Scott Frost and Josh Heupel. Uh, In basketball, he's hired Bobby Hurley and Nate Oates. He's only 41 years old. This is, I believe, a home run athletic director hire for Tennessee. And now, Danny White is going to have a lot of different really good options uh, in terms of who he is going to hire as the next football coach at the University of Tennessee. I told you, Everybody out there running around like they're uh, chickens with their heads cut off talking about how nobody wants a Tennessee job. I can tell you 100% that's not true. There are a lot of people Tennessee is, I believe, going to get a lot better coach than Jeremy Pruitt. A lot better coach uh, than Butch Jones. And probably this is the best group of coaches that have been interested in the Tennessee job since Phil Fulmer was fired all the way back in 2008 when Lane Kiffin was hired There was a lot of really good coaches that were interested in the Tennessee job. There are a lot of really good coaches that want the Tennessee job now. So I'm not sure how it's going to shake out. Uh, Danny White will be able to make the hire. Now that the AD is in place, I would think there's probably a very good chance that he's going to make a hire by next week and Tennessee will have a brand new football coach and I think they're going to have a good one. They just got a really good athletic director even all the Corona Bros in sports media who've been enjoying dumping all over Tennessee are like taking a step back and they're like wait a minute wow it's a really good hire. So we'll see who Tennessee ends up hiring at the uh, next head football coach but I can tell you personally you want to trust me 
there are a lot of people that are interested in this job at a high level. Uh, Speaking of not being a high level, I knew that we were dominating ESPN Radio at Fox Sports Radio with me going into Dan Patrick, going into Colin Cowherd, going into Doug Gottlieb. I didn't know how bad it was for ESPN though. Their ratings are down 54%. 54% over last year. Now, partly that's a challenge because COVID has been a challenge and people are on the roads less. They're listening to radio less. They're downloading podcasts more though which is why we were up 194% in our overall podcast uh, numbers at OutKick. I knew we were dominating them but when I see numbers like these I legit wonder whether they're just going to shut down ESPN Radio at some point and start just putting on ESPN television programming and do away completely with the ESPN Radio product overall. Uh, But I knew we were dominating. I didn't know it had gotten this bad for them. Uh, But that is according to Bobby Barak who just wrote that column uh, ESPN ratings down 54% uh, and I would encourage you uh, to check that out. Um, Larry Scott is out at the Pac-12. This ends a disastrous tenure for Larry Scott uh, where things have not gone well for him at all. Uh, He was not able to get the Pac-12 back playing football. It was an unmitigated disaster in terms of the Pac-12 network that is still not well distributed. Nobody has it. Nobody is interested in it. And you know that it was a story the Pac-12 wanted to get out when they decided to drop it on Inauguration Day right in the middle of Inauguration Day. Uh, That was, I thought, uh, a testament to how quickly and excited they were to get rid of Larry Scott. I believe Larry Scott uh, is classified as a failure in general with the Pac-12. To his credit, he added Utah and he added Colorado which expanded the footprint. But if you remember years and years ago Larry Scott came in with the big bold idea of adding doing the Pac-16 and he tried to make a run at Texas and Texas A&M and Oklahoma. The Big 12 is now fairly sound it would appear in the short term and the Pac-12 is wobbly indeed. It has not been very relevant in the college football playoff era. Only Oregon in the first year with Marcus Mariota has been in the playoff and Washington uh, a couple of years ago both those teams lost. The Pac-12 was not even in consideration for the playoff this year. USC has been down. The overall interest level in Pac-12 football has been weak. We will see how much demand there is for the new Pac-12 television product which is coming to the market here soon uh, meaning their deals are up in 2024 Uh, but I am not particularly optimistic right now about the marketplace out there for the Pac-12 and I doubt they are as well which is one reason they're trying to bring in a new voice. So Larry Scott out at the Pac-12 and we will have to wait and see exactly how this shakes out going forward. If I were taking over as Pac-12 commissioner what I would argue is the best thing that the Pac-12 could do is they could make a decision to uh, roll forward and try to argue for an expanded playoff with an automatic bid. I think that's probably the best way to make the Pac-12 relevant in the nation is to let everybody know that basically every year there's at least one team that's going to make the Pac-12 play, uh, make the Pac-12 uh, take the Pac-12 to the playoff. I'm not sure if everybody else would sign off for it. Speaking of signing off for it this chair xchair.com slash clay I work all day long. I'm probably working 80, 100 hours a week however you want to classify it and as a result I have to tell you 
that this chair makes a big difference for me. Lower lumbar support. Very comfortable. Fits me. Massage chair. Can heat. Can cool you off. All of the things that are important to make you as productive as you possibly can be during the course of the day. You need to go get you your own version. It's been so many people are working from home right now. It's the most comfortable chair I have ever been seated in. xchair.com slash clay. Easy to go get signed up. xchair.com slash clay. Get hooked up today with the most comfortable chair I've ever seen and one of the best deals you can find anywhere. Be as productive as you possibly can be. Your chair matters a great deal. If you're sitting at a desk if you're doing shows like I am all day the chair that you're sitting in matters tremendously. xchair.com slash clay. Um, trust in media has hit an all-time low. This probably is not going to shock you but in the entire history of American media there has never been a time when the media was less trusted than right now. And I'm going to hit you with some of the data points here because I saw this and I was like my goodness this is pretty uh, it's both believable and shocking simultaneously if that makes sense. And so let me hit this with you uh, and, share the, uh, and share the data as I scroll through this. Uh, you can go read it at outkick.com uh, The Edelman Trust Barometer has been in publication for 21 years uh, and they have found a couple of incredible things. Journalists and reporters this is a statement that they were asked Journalists and reporters are purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or gross exaggerations. 56% of Americans agree with that statement. Uh, On the statement most news organizations are more concerned with supporting an ideology or political position than with informing the public 58% of Americans agree. Uh, 27% of Americans in a recent poll for, uh, for Gallup 27% of Americans said they had no trust in the media 33% not much trust 33% said no at all uh, none at all that's the biggest that's 60% if my math is correct here let me do the math 30, 30 yeah that's 60 uh, 60% of Americans in general uh, overall all of this is collapsing in a big way And I think what's going to happen with the cable and satellite industry collapsing even fewer people are going to trust quote-unquote journalism uh, in the cable news era and all of that collapse in trust is going to continue to uh, honestly start to have a negative consequence certainly it has many negative consequences in the country as a whole but it's also really bad for the overall business perspective going forward. Now this is why at OutKick I don't claim to be perfect I don't claim to, uh, to be without flaw but what I do guarantee you is I will be 100% honest every single day. And I'm not going to run and hide from my opinion I'm going to share it with you every single day no matter what and so I would encourage you all uh, out there uh, to, uh, to support news organizations that you trust to sign up for places like the OutKick VIP We are absolutely rolling there. Uh, I appreciate all of you who've been supporting us and if you haven't already go sign up at outkick.com slash VIP. We are planning right now a public event for the first time in forever surrounding the NCAA tournament. We're going to break out the guys that we hired the Midday 180 Chad Withrow Jonathan Hutton and Paul Kaharski all of that headed in the direction and I am very excited about what we're going to do with them. 
Uh, finally, I love this idea. A couple of different stories still here to hit. The Tennessee legislature. I have been on this for months. I just recorded a great podcast with Ovik Roy who I would encourage you guys uh, to listen to and also follow at A-V-I-K on Twitter is his Twitter handle. And we talked. He's a, uh, he's a graduate of MIT and Yale Medical School. We talked about the lack of uncertainty surrounding schools reopening and how there is zero doubt now that schools should all be reopened everywhere and that if you follow the science or trust the science there is no argument to the contrary yet still many kids out there are unable to go to school. And I've been focusing in particular on my home district of Nashville where I was a public school kid from kindergarten through 12th grade These kids need to be in school. They're still not. Well, how do you get them back to school? How do you overcome the teachers' unions and the fear porn and the falsehoods that are out there that are allowing schools to remain closed? Tennessee legislature is doing something I haven't seen anybody else do. They are making the decision that if schools are not open in Davidson County or in Shelby County they're going to withhold state funds to those schools which could lead to layoffs. That's the market-based economy. I applaud them. If you're not willing to go teach in person right now and you are a teacher you should get paid a lot less and or not get paid at all because we know that online schooling is a pinprick as effective as in-person schooling. And I'm not trying to attack all teachers here because my kids are in school. My oldest is in private school in Nashville. His school has been open since August. My two youngest are in public school and their schools have been open since August as well. I love all of their teachers. I appreciate all of them working and guess what? Everything has been fine at their schools. They've been able to stay open throughout. And for people out there like we live directly where I am sitting right now 18 miles from the center of downtown Nashville. Okay? 18 miles from the center of downtown Nashville. How is it that my kids can go to school but all the kids living in Nashville Davidson County can't. It's not as if the virus sees the county line and just stops there. The reason is because some school districts made the right decision and they opened and other school districts made the wrong decision and they have stayed closed. The data is clear. I applaud the Tennessee legislature for making this decision because I think what will happen is the teacher union, teachers unions if you start to threaten their paycheck guess what happens? They get back to work in an absolute hurry. All you have to do is threaten their paycheck market-based economy. It's amazing how quickly that works. By the way that's why all private schools have been open because private schools recognize that if parents had the choice of either putting their kids in school or keeping them home they're not going to pay for their kids for all the private school tuition to be sitting in front of a computer all day. That's why private schools open because the market-based capitalistic-based economy was if we're going to charge you for a service then we have to provide that service. And public schools should be ashamed of themselves for what they're doing. Big discussion about this on my podcast if you are fascinated about it wins and losses with Ovik Roy uh, that is up Uh, should be up this afternoon. Finally, the Nashville school board chair who famously went to the Caribbean 
while arguing that it was unsafe for kids to be in school she took a trip to the Caribbean. She has now spoken out after Nashville area parents were uh, criticizing her and she has labeled it a quote unfortunate distraction. I love when people who do things label their own actions a distraction. Look, if you believe that it is safe for you to get on an airplane and fly to the Caribbean for a vacation then it is impossible for me to accept that you legitimately believe that schools should not be able to be open because you're either too dumb to be given any authority whatsoever or you're a blatant hypocrite you want rules for the main people the little people and rules for you and you want to be able to do whatever you whatever you want while claiming that other people can't. Alright? I've been straightforward here from the get-go. I took my family down to Universal Studios. I'm headed to Mexico next month. I've flown back and forth to Florida multiple times during this pandemic because I look at the data and make rational decisions. I'm not telling people to do anything in their lives that I'm not willing to do in my life. My kids are in public school. My kids are all in person in school. I am traveling for vacations. I am going to watch football games in person. You are welcome to not make those choices. But why should your irrational fear dictate my life choices? I'm not telling you you have to go outside. I'm not telling you you have to ever leave your house again. If you are terrified of dying of COVID and you have the financial resources to afford to do it never leave your house again or your condo or your apartment. But why should your fear dictate whether I can go to a restaurant or whether I can go to a football game or whether my kids should be in school? It shouldn't. We got to open up everything. Lockdowns don't work. The data is clear. Encourage you to go listen to my whole conversation with Ovik Roy. I am Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Show. $1 bet wins $100 if Giannis or LeBron score a point tonight in Virginia you bet 100 you win 100 tomorrow at noon Eastern Michigan officially underway yay sports gambling spreading across the country finally in a positive way like wildfire go sign up in Michigan go sign up in Virginia and if you haven't already done it in Tennessee Indiana Iowa Illinois uh, West Virginia Pennsylvania Colorado or New Jersey go sign up there as well now 10 full states if you want to be signed up and notified the minute that you can legally bet in those states fanduel.com slash clay is the choice fanduel.com slash clay appreciate all of you DBAP unless you need to SBAP we're 30 minutes early today on Fox Bet Live so I'm about to jump over into my chair and get ready for that this has been OutKick the show <laughs>